This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Emojis. Don't talk to me in no goddamn emoji sentences. I am old. I am very, very old. I do not understand full emoji sentences. Put a couple emojis in there. Say what you're trying to say. If you're asking about some dick, if you're asking about some nut, if you're asking about getting something sucked or some ass, say that. I don't speak in fucking emoji sentences. But but, but I thought you was a millennial. No, nigga. You was born in like 85. It's... Millennials first off, is first like off, from 1980. First, my industry age is 27. Oh, after 1980, I don't know. I don't. I'm bad at math. I'm but an old soul. Them eyebrows is old. This one. they cute eyebrows, but I know that you have an appointment. You have a standing appointment. The bottom line <laughs> is, if there are more emojis in the, the sentence, bottom of them eyebrows, if there are more emojis in the sentence than words, I'm not reading it. You can take that shit to your mama. I don't have any colorful commentary to answer that. I mean, like, I'm the same way. I was born in 80. And so, um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And, of course, y'all saw those new blog posts on RonaldMatters.com this week? Girl, they giving away $2,100 if you um, little girl stick a swab up your butt. Which y'all should already be doing at least. If, if you giving away that butt for free... Get you $2,100 and the other things that I blocked about this week. And let them start that coochie up. Yeah. Um, and burn the um things off if it's something scary up there. Oh, well, yeah, if you have HPV. Um, I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. I am a.k.a. the Sexual Supervisor. Oh. B.K.A. the City Trends, Sailor Mars. The City Trends what? Sailor Mars. What that is? You don't... You don't know who Sailor Mars is? Sailor Moon? She is the... Oh, Sailor Mars, Sailor Moon. Okay. Yeah, she was on as well. She was the badass one that was fighting all the time and was semi-lesbian part-time. Oh. Yeah. So, if anyone, I was going to be the LGBT character on on Sailor Moon. This week's episode is brought to you by Project Briggs, Escape White, Skyfall, All White Party. It's happening this Saturday, July 28th at the Dirty Goose from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. here in Washington, D.C. So um, get your all-white outfit, bring your um, storm wig, and come on. Absolutely. Dirty Goose is an amazing place. They got a, a real cute rooftop. Come on. Um, a cute bar. Come Most on. Most of the staff is LGBT themselves, QIA. Minus me because I'm cis. Cool. C I S. Sister, you're you're more like sister than sis. You're more like S E E S T E R. Look, as long as y'all acknowledge me, okay? The men of Speak Out will host, and the music will be by DJ Suspense. Tickets are twenty dollars when you go to projectbriggs.org, and one hundred percent of the proceeds will benefit Project Briggs initiatives. Including an LGBT safe space and suicide prevention. Um, the president of Project Briggs, Abdul Rahim Briggs, promises, guarantees to you girls that this will be DC's signature summer social. Get your tickets today at projectbriggs.org. Absolutely, because we haven't had one of those in DC um, all summer. A signature social? I'm like, girl, for the whole season. 
Mm-hmm. I'm bad at math. How many seasons is it? Six? Seven whole days. Oh, seven days. It's and I've season. been thinking about you. Seven whole nights. We recently celebrated like 25 years of our first album. I can't remember. Yes. 25 yes. years of the first mm-hmm. album? Mm-hmm. And she still didn't release this full video that I talked about the last episode. Anita Baker to celebrate something recently. I don't... With the compositions... She just been here for a Anita while. Baker just, just let's ooh. just give her her flowers. Give her things, her flowers, her um, her credits, awards, and her album sales. The award has got to weigh like at least fifty pounds. Yeah, it should be like <laughs> visible from the front of the house. Yeah. Um, the word of the day this week is zero discordant. Who? Zero discordant. You there in the Senate? You <laughs> might be in a zero discordant couple next. Uh, <laughs> So, zero discordant means um, someone of an HIV positive status and someone of an HIV negative status being in the same relationship. Um, They are sometimes called zero discordant or mixed zero statuses. Zero refers to blood serum. Zero status slower. Zero status refers to whether someone has HIV infection or not. And so, it's a really common theme Mm -hmm. um, for people that are. HIV positive that are on treatment as prevention to be in a relationship with someone that is HIV negative that is also on PrEP uh-huh. where the person is HIV positive is um, undetectable and mostly untransmittable with the person that is HIV negative that is also on PrEP. Mm. So they are called serodiscordant couples. Word of the day. Bitch, I learned something. Are we only um five minutes in, no pause. <laughs> Literally five minutes. It's going downhill from there. So I just wanted to start at the top of Kilimanjaro, but we tumbled the fuck on down. I don't know what that is, but what's going Kilimanjaro, on? Kilimanjaro, K2, the big ass mountains. No. K2, the girls was um no, buying a rat poison in DC this weekend. In the DMV area, a lot of people were on a bad version of K2 and just going down. Well, people have been on bad versions of K2 for like Almost 10 years Like it was the original Synthetic marijuana Knock knock It's K2 Yeah that Well one It was a brand name Of the synthetic marijuana um, Known as Spice And People were smoking it Because it didn't have Any THCs in it But was producing Uh The type of high Uh um, But couldn't be Tested for it But now It's become so synthetic That it's just Knocking the girls The fuck out Dollar general yeah, <laughs> what's our icebreaker so, this as, week? As the gay PSA <laughs> this week, do not smoke the synthetic shit at all. Get you a job where you can smoke. First the real of all, shit. you make too much money to be on the gate the synthetic version of anything, and not even sometimes. <laughs> um, no ice times. Okay, <laughs> I know. I'm so scared. Our icebreaker this week, we're gonna do something that. They do on most late night comedy shows now. And oh, so we're a comedy shows. show. You think we're, we're funny? Ed, we're edutainment. You th- <laughs> we're edutainment. We're going to read five mean YouTube comments oh. on our YouTube videos, prospectively. Oh. Oh. So, um, I have to do this actively on my YouTube. You, you should have told me to go to my I should YouTube not. channel. Nope. And then you would have been prepared. <laughs> no, because I don't like to not be prepared on my podcast. No problemo. I have it. Oh, um, so, we're going to read. Five mean YouTube comments because mm-hmm. we've both been in YouTube for a while. Child. And there are plenty. Like, there's almost no video that I've ever recorded where there was not someone leaving a mean comment. And so I'm going to read five mean comments. Then my co host mm-hmm. is going to read five mean comments from. Thumbs up for the video because Ronald told me to. Shout out to that one. <laughs> That's not mean. <laughs> it's not, but I'm here for it. How you doing? Um. 
Mm, so let's see. I'm going to do my four jack off techniques that I did on YouTube. Let's see. Not Thugzilla. Who still watches that mess in 2016 and 2017? Thugzilla? <laughs> Who is Thugzilla? Oh, maybe that's what they meant. <laughs> that's what they were trying Thugzilla? to say. So the video I was talking about um, porn stars that did strange things, and they were like, oh, girl, that's not that's not even relevant no more. Let's Shout see. out to Double R, because D-O-U-B-L-E-R. Double R was an amazing figure in 2013 in my life, and I don't know where he went. Bless his heart. Um, another one from the same video from Philly215. SMH, you are definitely single. Oops. <laughs> yes, the fuck I was, bitch. Oops. And I was good and single. I didn't have to be with no nigga if I didn't want to be with Um, Let's see. The uh, gang is up here the search for nigga comments. <laughs> I'm like, I might come. It's like, bitch, I live for this one. So let me like it. <laughs> you can't find negative comments? I can't. I can't. Um, definitely not a troll, um, wrote to me, Satan has got you by the nuts. Um, there may be somebody that has me by the nuts, but his name is not Satan. Uh-oh. Bless your heart. All right. Uh, Jerry Mark says, make a video for straight men. Oh. Why? Why the fuck would I do that? Ain't oh, there... Who's gonna watch that video? Isn't there like a million videos for straight men out oh, there? Hashtag sis. What am I... What am I... Go, go somewhere else. Why are you on this channel? Um, let's see. I have to find negative five. You say I ain't found one yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Kirk TV said this dude must got must got AIDS. He says must gave AIDS, but uh-huh. I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to help. You him gave out. AIDS. I you gave, just told us about prep. <laughs> I gave AIDS. Um. Oh. So the video is again about jack off techniques. Oh, okay. So I don't know what kind of jack off techniques I was doing to be given AIDS. Okay. Um, watch out, little nigga. That's Uh-oh. the best I can do for that. Um, somebody compared me to Rome from Dormtainment, so I'll take that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my last one, let's say, y'all are faggots. Uh oh. Okay. Who With faggots spelled <laughs> faggots spelled f a g e t f a g e t s. So you is dumb. Thank you for that one, Khalid Bryant. So I feel bad because I don't. I'm, I done went through like ten. Vi- I done went through like ten videos, and I still don't see. Wow. Any negative comments? Okay, let me go through. Uh, and you done went through all ten of yours. So no, seven or five. Have you been to RonaldMatters.com? I have not <laughs> been to RonaldMatters.com today. Well, I did, but you are too much. Happy belated birthday. I love your recap. Yes, oh, I'm so wow. confused. I love Kay Michelle. Oh, wow. Be- oh, here's a what? Bitch, your accent is horrible. Mm. Learn to speak English. You sound like a hillbilly. Hmm. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee country. Um, Okay, you bitch. I don't know. It's going it's to be a struggle for me to find. So, Ron Matters has all good comments, and I have all haters. So, write that down. Um, This week. In Hot Topics. In all of the topics. Oh, hopefully that is a hot topic. Um, the first one I thought that was extremely important is the Aderholt Amendment. Aderholt, A D E R H O L T. It's an amendment that's been brought to the floor of Congress. Um, this bill has mm-hmm. been introduced by some of the same Republicans. I sound that, like a hillbilly. First of all, let's go back to me. Some 
Do it sound like what? Yes. Oh, um, this is a bill that's been introduced by some of, the, some of the same Republicans okay. that want to put their religions in women's vaginas. Um, Men want to do something to women. Republicans. Okay. That are in Congress. I wonder if R. Kelly with that nineteen minute song is a Republican. Nineteen minutes. We shall get there. He wants us to listen to it. The hashtag on Instagram was hashtag license to discriminate because the bill is licensing people to discriminate against LGBT children in foster homes. Mm. Um, it is taking away their right to be assigned to a foster parent if they are LGBT or the LGBT parent taking a heterosexual child. Um, again, it's been introduced by the same Republicans that have their business in every woman's vagina in the country. And the don't got time. no vagina. Don't have no vagina. And ain't nobody with a vagina at the table. Um, I got one. It's synthetic. Can I come sit down? No. Um, the hashtag is licensed to discriminate. Check out the hashtag. It's gaining a lot of popularity. God damn. Please use your voice. Please speak on it. Please comment because um, it's very important and in the current political climate, we cannot allow something like this to get passed nope. at all. Um, they are attempting to take away the provisions and the protections of LGBT kids in these foster places and also putting them through conversion therapy legally. Are they? For real? That's what the amendment is about. Wow. So, one, we know conversion therapy don't fucking Trash. work. Don't fucking work nowhere. I still like dick. I'm sorry. And <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. This and legalizing it and um, legislating it. Encouraging other girls to not, tell me against it. Dick is an amazing thing. I'm still going to like it. It's not, <laughs> it's not the way to go. So please, if you have not seen the Adderhalt Amendment or you've not seen the hashtag license to discriminate, please look it up. It's extremely important. It's extremely important to the kids that Talking are the fast. most underserved. You are thinking slow. Oh, oh wow. Oh, shout out to the Republicans. We think it's slow out here. Wow. Um, the next one was everyone went up this past week over Sierra, um, with her level up video. Um, I was excited last week because it looked like we got like a little bit of promo of what she was about to do. And I was like, okay, we haven't seen Sierra dance in a while and she ain't been out in a while and singing. The cake was cute. Her cake would look real fat after two children. I'm going to leave that alone. Um... The reason I'm not here for Level Up this week is because I remember her comments over the last year about women needing to be married and needing to not be girlfriends and quote unquote level up. And she caught some backlash about it, but people forgot about it. And now she came up with a very the, her very first follow up song to all of that, to everything that has flopped since she had something out and called it Level Up. And it's a remake of a Challenge on Instagram from like 2014 The girls were alleging Yeah So it's, level up in 2018 from a song you snatched From 2014 Call it's, me back It's not even a bite It's just a what do you what I mean I understand the Sierra fans and stands Just was mm-hmm. excited to see her come back And excited to see her have something and do something That's great cool But um, Telling women to level up By being Subservient to men and trying to be married to men is not leveling up. That's leveling down. Call me down. back. I gotta go um, get these clothes out the dryer. No, that's I'm leveling busy. down. Leveling down. Call me back. My refrigerator is still open. Oh my gosh. The men need to be held to the exact same fucking standard that you're trying to hold these women to. And if they're not trying to marry your ass, why are you trying to marry them? Let me call you back. I gotta go close this cabinet. Um, 
Hashtag poor Michelle has actually taken no. down somebody. Uh, no, that's why we're talking about it. Um, and however funny all of us, most of us thought the hashtag poor Michelle was, it has actually produced some negative results. Michelle Williams has checked herself into a mental health facility. And um, I'm here for it because um, I would think if I was in that position and having all these jokes about me just being inferior to my friends and my sisters, of course, I would have mental problems about that. Um, Ongoing mental problems. Mm -hmm. And um, the fact that she was brave enough and honest enough to check herself in before being checked in because some of these celebs is not being checked in on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm, I commend I absolutely pray and hope for her recovery um, I hope she finds the light at the end of the tunnel I mm. hope she figures out that her mm. location is not her destination Imagine me. and she will move the fuck past this she is Imagine. still Open Michelle Williams she is still Grammy Award winning mm-hmm. she has still made millions and millions of dollars selling millions of records and she will continue to do it she don't have to be Beyonce nobody hired her to be, to be Beyonce nobody hired her to be Kelly and nobody definitely hired her as to be Latavia Woo. so just continue to be Michelle get the best help that you can the most help that you can and come out a bigger and better person um, can I add some colorful commentary today I just want to say that um Poor Michelle. <laughs> wow. Uh, moving right along to somebody else that's poor. Um, Aquaria, we have now seen oh my the God. end of the age of Aquaria. And it had just started. <laughs> what happened? Aquaria, What's the, she doing? the no. most <laughs> recent. The recent winner. The recent winner of RuPaul's Drag Race uh, got booed off stage in the UK. In London. Yep, in London. <laughs> And, of course, she's had this fiery backlash of why she was saying what she had to say and stand up for what she had to stand up for for herself. And I'm like, bitch, we paid you to Let be here. Let me call you back. <laughs> we paid you to be here and perform. Nobody, no. nobody, this is not a counseling session. You're not session. the vixen. Nobody asked for a Black Lives Matter session. This is not your, what do you... Bruh. It sounded all like white tears, and she you listened gave, to it. Uh-huh. Yes, and she gave white tears while she was exiting the stage, as they booed her the fuck off stage. I have not seen that happen to any winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. I've seen that to happen to many girls that was just on RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. but a winner and this soon after their win. Girl, what did she say? What was she talking about? She said that it was about um, music that she was performing that they didn't sanction her to perform. They cut her mic. She was supposed to go back and change. She came back. It took her too long to come back. Then it was like, girl, we over it. Just move. Get off the stage. Imagine if Chi-Chi Devane had done that. Kennedy Davenport had done that. Mm. Um, But... Woo! Aquaria did, and she's the current winner and the reigning queen of RuPaul's Drag Race. And apparently, RuPaul might need to talk to one of the runner-ups. Okay. Jesus, how in the fuck you just I, won? I, <laughs> Tyra Sanchez ain't even get moved off stages, and she won twelve <laughs> years ago. What the fuck? You and just she, won, and she's the least. Um, she's the least followed, the least popular. But when yeah. girls come out to see her, they come out to see her. How are girls coming out to see you and saying? <laughs> I changed my mind. It's taking you too long to change. 
You just wore RuPaul's Drag Race. You know how to change clothes fast. You should at least know how to do quick drag. <laughs> what the fuck? Very Keisha called, I changed my mind. I don't want to do drag no more. I don't want to do it. No, I changed my mind. <laughs> well, um, she should probably be reevaluated. She don't even know how to do quick drag. Quick, quick drag. change drag. Yeah. Um, wow. San Diego Comic Con just wrapped this weekend oh, as well. Oh, my God. Shout out and to my pastor because I was woo, giving testimony from Bedside Baptist. And as a nerd, um, I was very pleased. Mm. There were some awesome trailers. I won't even go into all of them, but get on YouTube, check out at least, Aquaman, at least Aquaman. Okay. Um, secondary, check out the glass trailer. The glass trailer was really good. I don't know what the glass Okay, so I know we were recording the podcast and you're not gonna be able to explain it to me fully, but what is the the glass is a subsidiary or a it's a sequel to Unbreakable and Split. What so is Okay, so I saw Split. Yeah, Unbreakable came out maybe 12, 13 years ago, something mm-hmm. like that. And that was Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. It was an action comic movie. And then Split was also an action comic movie about the one with all the personalities. And now this is including all three members. It looks really good. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson. Bruce Willis and James McAvoy. Wow. Yep. Uh, okay, so I get it now. I watched it, but I just didn't understand. So I need to go look You need at to go back and look trailers at Trailers of the first one. You need to go watch the whole first one because it's twists. I watched the trailer. I've seen the movie, but... Okay, but there's twists in all of them, including Split, and it's more than likely going to be twists in Glass, and I'm excited to see it. Aquaman obviously stole the show for me because um, Aquaman, yeah, he's six fine. five, fine. <laughs> brown, fine, yeah. Um, the next bit of news, Com- Comic Con San Diego, you said? San Diego Comic Con, yep. Mm, I'm excited. The next big, the next bit of news came from um, HIV Plus magazine, HIV Plus magazine, excuse me. The HIV vaccine um, trials are to begin next year. So we've been talking about them for years. 2030. And they've been doing them um, on mice and rats, but they have not moved into human 2020, trials. 2024 vaccine, 2034 cure. Well, no, they're doing human trials next year. It's got to go. It's got to be in human trials go to it. Right. Years. Okay. Right. But this is the first time that they'll be doing it on humans. Yeah. <clears throat> so a promising HIV vaccine candidate demonstrated its power by neutralizing HIV strains in animals and is almost ready for testing in humans. Reported by Benjamin Adams of HIV Plus magazine. Ooh. The new the new experimental vaccine regimen tailor made to fit the structure of the vulnerable region on HIV. Generated anti- antibodies in mice, guinea pigs, and monkeys, and it neutralized dozens of HIV strains. So not even just more than, not just one, more than one. So mm. we know there are dozens of strains of HIV. It neutralized a lot of them. Um, the findings will lead to human clinical trials for a vaccine capable of neutralizing a large fraction of common HIV strains. The findings were published on June 4th in the journal Nature Medicine. And it was led by investigators from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, which falls under the NIH. So, um, the NIH, National, National Institution of Health. Of Health, yeah. Oh, I like a big fancy. Mm. Lots of money. Whole lot of money. Coin. Whole lot of money. So, um, I thought this was notable because, again, we've been talking about a vaccine might be coming, a vaccine might be coming. And a next vaccine year, might be coming. <laughs> a vaccine is going to be coming. A vaccine is get going on your to be knees. Coming. So, 
Uh, well, <laughs> I like it. So That's what if I you think. are if you are already yeah. HIV positive, um, this can very well be um, an opportunity for you to be a pioneer. If you're also HIV negative, it could be also a great opportunity for you to be a pioneer in testing it on you and mm-hmm. you putting yourself at risk possibly to be one of the first persons to say I was at risk and the only thing I was on was the vaccine and I never caught it. And that's basically the same trials that Truvada went through. Like there yep. were negative people actually exposed to HIV purposefully so that we could get Ooh, so that we could get prep. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't no easy task. We did it on monkeys. We did it on mice before we did it on humans. And humans were actually at risk. They were actually mm-hmm. pioneers before we got prepped. Where now everyone's, you know, 92% risk averse to HIV when taking the drug. Mm-hmm. So you can also be a pioneer for something else that can just be more life saving. And so, again, it's, it was just amazing for me to note that. Um, and again, you can check that out on HIV Plus Magazine. Um, oh, that was really good. I'm excited for that because I want us to find a, something by 2020 and something else by th- 2030. Yeah, absolutely. We can do it. Yeah. I believe in us. And, and it's important because we have a history of erasing people that uh, were the pioneers, um, and especially people of color. Um, Notably, Robert Rayford, um, who was the first person in the United States to die of AIDS complications in 1969. You dug that out the crates. And a lot of people attribute like Robert Rayford. Okay. A lot of people think about and um, imagine like the first HIV people, HIV infected people in the 1970s Mm -hmm. were young white men. And um, there were like famous stories of um, Five flight attendants of the gay cancer. Yeah, like a flight attendant that was literally flying throughout the country, purposefully infecting HIV people. And a lot of you know the earlier CDC people were attributing that to how it spread. But the very first person that was diagnosed and died of HIV and AIDS complications was in 1969, a man of color by Robert Rayford. Mm. <clears throat> um, also, the first black news anchor um, ever on TV. A lot of people um, been attributing uh, Brian Gumble and um, the recent one Ooh. on NBC. I think I can't remember what his name is. They thought his he was I the see first his one. Face. Yeah, he's got glasses, fair skin, mm-hmm. straight hair. But they were like, "Oh, the first black first black anchor," mm-hmm. and he really wasn't. No, there was one. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, Max Robinson was the first black news anchor whose name seeped into anonymity because he died of HIV complications in 1988. Um, and his story. 19... Okay. And so he was already on TV, was a news anchor, and then got sick and died. And they were like, well, I remember that nigga. Oh my God. Because they didn't want to associate that with their. They would be much their, rather. Yeah. They didn't want to associate that with their news brand that our news anchor died of. A HIV and AIDS complications, wow. and so he was brushed under the rug, even though he was actually the first black news anchor. Whether he was gay or not, object for de- subject for debate. Um, so again, those are pioneers, involuntary pioneers. But you can be a voluntary pioneer for something that's going to be great for generations to come. Um, Claws has another good season on its hand. I have not seen one episode of Claws because it premiered and came out at the same time as Pose. Yes. 
And so I had my obligations to post. But I feel like I need to binge watch because I don't know if you. I've Pose had eight episodes. That means Claude's on eight episodes. Yes. Woo! And I'm only on four. My week. It is so fucking good my already. And so I started binge watching it last week and I'm only okay. on episode four. <clears throat> but it's so fucking good. Like the stories. I ain't with have no dates this week. Shit. <laughs> now the time to be Watch a it on a date. That's a cheap ass date. I'm not looking for a commitment. So, sorry, come over and watch episode three. Come watch Claws with me. Bring a line. Yep. Um, wear cute underwear in case I need to see them. Um, use them. Hello. Oh, what you gonna use his underwear? Because I need his underwear to be my same size. Oh, y'all, y'all sharing underwear? Because I don't like the infrail boys. I, I need his underwear to be my size minimum. Period. Okay. Well, if you guys are looking for something to binge, <laughs> check out Claude. It's something to do after you um, binge. Mm, how you doing? Well, that's binging on something else. Yeah. The, the first season was phenomenal. <laughs> the second season is just as good. <laughs> Um, again, there are so many episodes in right now. You can watch them all weekend long. It's something great to binge by yourself or binge with others. Um, I gotta catch up on Claus. I'm so scared. Faith Evans did not have to do any of this to wow. us. The video, um, I saw the snippet of the video on the shade room, and I was like, "Oh, the way Stevie had thrust that thing on, on her in the video with his underwear on, I could imagine. I can't. I can't." Yes, you can. You're imagining it now. I am. I'm looking into the space and Stevie J had thrust that thing on me with no underwear on. Come back to life. <laughs> Marriage. Hello. I would arrive at the same result. I don't even. I'm not judging. She didn't have to do this to us. We had a whole legacy of her being one of our R&B greats. Christopher Wallace. She did not have to tell us that she ate his booty. Wow. Christopher Wallace. Nobody needed to know that Biggie got his groceries ate. Yeah. Nobody needs to know I that. Need to know that. But what did <laughs> Davis? What are you doing? Nobody needs to know that. You could have kept that to yourself. You could have took that to your grave. Your children know that you used to eat Biggie Smalls' booty. Now, okay, but what about the wedding? Because I think this that's is- also worse. That's equally worse. Okay, you you've been on these reality shows with Stevie J. You see how trash the fuck he is. It is not an act. That is his persona, and you were signing up. To be another ex that he's dashed across the rocks Ooh. of fame. Mm. And you don't have to be. You are Faith Evans. You're not Mimi. Uh-oh. Nobody knew who the fuck Mimi was. Who is the Mimi? Great question. Is it a Mimi? Like a M E M E? No, Mimi, the cast member from Real House um, from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Nobody knew who the fuck Mimi was. <laughs> now she out here. She gonna had a sex tape now. Do you want a sex tape, Faith Evans? Is that what you really want? That's what this video she just put out was, a sex tape. You don't want no sex tape. We want you to sing R&B music and keep that shit to yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do all the dirty shit you want to behind closed doors and keep that separate from your career. You can even lick the nigga's booty if you want to. Oh. Now, if Since you Since you've been doing it anyway. <laughs> now, if you do... Now, no, I didn't care about you licking Biggie Smalls' booty, but if you are licking Stevie J's booty... You can DM that to me. Hashtag, you on Candy Camera now. <laughs> Please. That is something You I on Candy Camera now. I, I would sign up to an OnlyFans for that. Oh. So, if this is like a career opportunity for you, Faith Evans, I can see that. But if this is just a stunt, keep it. Um. Lastly, well, no, there's actually two more. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Do we want to go something that we really want to talk about? Something we really don't want to talk about? Mm, something we don't want to talk about. Into the mind of a psychopath. 
Into the Mind of a Psychopath. Okay. I Rape Because I Was Raped. That's like the R. Kelly. It is R. Kelly. I admit it. I did it. I'm just a man. These are his reasons in his 19-minute rambling. I was born male as well, R. Kelly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just a man. You were born male as well? Yeah. Okay. These are the quotes Have from his 19... Have you ever raped a woman? Never in no, my whole life. neither one of us I ain't raped, raped a woman. A I ain't raped a man. I've no. never raped an animal. Everyone that I have Oh fucked, my God, animal? <laughs> I wouldn't think going that far, but okay. Well, that's, that's... To me, that's on that's on the same line as pedophilia <laughs> to me. If you rape a, a child, you ra- an animal mm-hmm. is a child as well. Mm-hmm. Raping an animal and raping a child, mm-hmm. same fucking crime. You should go to you should go to jail, be stoned and burned yeah. for all of that shit. You rape something, something, something that is defenseless, can't give consent, mm. can't really tell people because they're afraid or can't speak. Uh oh. So you are worse. Put that nigga under the jail, burn him alive, burn his fucking records. And one of y'all listen to nineteen minutes of bullshit. Nineteen minutes, Toya. Uh uh-uh. uh, my the, prize gonna be done. The joke was R. Kelly don't like nothing. <laughs> Over the age of 18 Why did he record something 19 <laughs> Yeah so I, they said At least the song was 19 I was like oh my god that is so rude Anyway um, I would like to know where the Christian conservatives are on this The same Right ones. here that's me Christian conservative Here I go The same what ones you know? that say that gay people are gay Because they were raped uh-huh. I would like to know um, If the I'm people that R. Kelly okay. has raped has break. made them even more straight. I'm on has break. made them even more. I thought I was ready for this, but I'm not aware to you know being a victim, victimhood, surviving, victim? no. surviving victimization. Is that what happens when you get raped on the straight side? Because when it happens on the gay side, it just automatically turns you gay. <gasps> so, on the straight side, like is is. R. Kelly converting these women to older Islam, older men loving women. Oh, Where are y'all at on this argument? Because it's clear, it's clear that he has done many offenses, and I guess I don't know what the fuck he's trying to do, like cleanse his soul by putting this in music. But you're admitting guilt, and the next thing that I want to hear about R. Kelly is that you're being indicted and brought up on charges and about to be arrested. I don't want to hear no fucking new music from R. Kelly. Especially no goddamn, I admit it, I'm just a man. That's not a fucking excuse. Having a dick does not give you an excuse to put it wherever you want to when you want to. Get the fuck out of here with that. Right now is your chance to nominate Here For a Podcast for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Go to podcastawards.com and select H-E-R-E space F. O R space I T in the LGBT um, category, and of course the prestigious. You deserve a crown. I deserve a crown as well. The prestigious People Choice Award. Go to podcastawards.com and um, press those buttons. Make it happen. Please do. Um, you want to see us pr- prosper? You want to see us get a, more awards? Increase our budget. Snatch. Snatch. The goddamn awards at the balls, like you know you deserve. Get your ass over there and vote. Question for you: What is the most expensive disease in America? Influenza. Alzheimer's costs America two hundred billion dollars a year, and guess who is the number one payer when the bills get sent? Not me. 
Medicare and Medicaid. Oh, yeah, of course. Medicare is expected to expire in 2026, and Medicare is expected to expire in 2028. So, whoo. Medicare, um, Alzheimer's disease is an irreversible progressive brain disorder that affects approximately 5.7 million Americans, and 2.7 million of those people are men. Death rates have increased about 55% since 1999 from 16.5% per 100,000, excuse me, in 1999 to 25.4, 25.4 per 100,000 in 2014. Oh my gosh. A whole lot of girls. Math. I get confused. Um, And also, more people are dying at home. Um, In 1999, 14% were um, dying in nursing homes, and people are more likely to die at home now of Alzheimer's disease in in 2014 because it's cheaper look at the um families and their support how to die die being homeless when they don't have the family to support them how to diagnose mri or pet scans to identify brain regions where there is decreased glucose metabolism um have happened but there's also like Interviews with their family and your friends where they can see, like, well, you know, Eddie Superman, uh, he used to brag about being Eddie Superman, but now he's just like, hey, let's go to Starbucks. And I ain't never known him to brag about Starbucks. What is, what's your favorite thing at Starbucks? I don't even know. I've known you for like a decade. I'm gay. I like to like the um, the fruit smoothie thing. <laughs> I'm like, can I just get the um, that? I wouldn't have even known. I'm like, he want to go to Starbucks. This no, it's like a strawberry. <laughs> Fresca thing. I That's the only. I'm like, but I don't want none of that. I oh, I, like if I want something coffee related, I will get like a cappuccino. But that's also real gay. Gay. So I'm, if I go to Starbucks, I'm gonna get something real gay, and then complain about it when I leave, and the bill was um ten fifty five. The I'm bill. Like, Bitch, I have one cup of drink. Why the fuck am I giving you ten fifty five for and this? He had paid ten fifty five, and he was um uh, fine with it. So I think I could have went to the bar and got a beer. I think he got Alzheimer's, sir. Can you uh, test him? You'll know I have Alzheimer's when I'm saying, remember them days when I used to be a full bottom? Whoa, go, you was a full bottom? He'll have Alzheimer's <laughs> if he says that. Because I have never known those days. He will have Alzheimer's if he says that. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there are uh, diagnosing, this is serious. Diagnosing um, Alzheimer's patients, there's a critical test known as the mini mental state exam. Which a lot of healthcare professionals do um, in healthcare settings, where they test you, like, okay, so like, what are the last three big events in your life, and who was there? Um, who was the president when those time, the around the times that those things happened? And they will know to ask you those things because you are suffering from Alzheimer's, and you won't remember who the president was in 1991. First of all, it was the first Bush. Um, and ask you who the president was in 86 when, who was the president? Reagan? I don't even know. I was. Alzheimer's. I you failing the test already. Yeah, I'm failing my own test. The MMSC. And another um, thing that is very important to know is how you can help. 
Because if there are 2.5 million Americans that are male suffering from Alzheimer's, you need to know that you will need to give help dressing them, toileting. Lord Jesus, men have the worst, stankiest. Woo! So good luck to anyone who can help a male with the bedpan. Meal prep, medication, and financial management are also increasing over time and resulting in complete dependence. So like, hey, oh, you forgot to pay your light bill. Okay, cute. And then you're going to turn to the girl who had to help him pay his cable bill, his light bill, the gas. He liked Netflix. And you're going to have to help him um, keep his Harley Davidson magazine subscription. It goes, it's, it's different from dementia. Dementia is Alzheimer's is one of the forms of dementia mm -hmm. where dementia is where you lose your you lose cognition of reality. And so you can <clears throat> you can fully remember things whereas in Alzheimer's you just you just fucking you lost it. But in dementia you can fully remember things and then feel like I'm Spider-Man. Oh, look at you. You're not Superman no more, you Spider-Man. But that but again, <laughs> it's not with an S. That's what I'm saying. That, it's that's not with an S. That's what that's what would be dementia. You've lost uh -huh. cognition, but you haven't lost all memory. Uh -huh. You have memory. I'm a superhero. Okay. But am I Superman? No. I think I'm Spider-Man. You're Spider-Girl. Am I? I'm Batman. Okay. And then I go put on a cape, you and I go outside man. in that cape. That's the Shut up the pad and let me up. That's the mention. So you can, you can still have... Come on. You can still have um, cognitive functions, but those cognitive functions can be twisted in all kinds of different ways. And you know that... Donald Trump is the president right now, but I'm running for office next. That's Please do. <laughs> <laughs> you will be better than him if you. No matter what folks you lost. Yeah. Anybody is better. Yeah. Um, so the, you can still have a a form of cognitive function with dementia, but Alzheimer's breaks it away. Don't where, forget to pay your um, AT and T or your Verizon. And course. please don't forget to pay your Patreon subscription to hear for a podcast. Shout out to Patty Labelle. I know she can sing. Um, the last thing I want to say is um, caregivers to um, Alzheimer's patients, 54% of them end up taking time off work or reduced hours at their jobs. 15% end up just taking a short-term leave. And 9% of caregivers to Alzheimer's patients end up quitting their jobs so they can be there 100% for their loved one. Rich. So if you've got to... Care for someone who you believe have dementia or Alzheimer's, pretty please pay close attention and do your research for if it's dementia or Alzheimer's and what type of situation you need to involve yourself to be a proper caregiver to an Alzheimer's patient. And involve other people. Don't take the struggle on by yourself. Oh, especially, do not. Especially if you have a big family, if you're gifted with that. Bring all them niggas together and say, listen, I'm willing to do this for grandma, but y'all niggas going to have to contribute. Somebody going to have to come over here and cut the grass. Somebody, if you rich in the family, somebody going to have to contribute $2,000. Um, if you the, um, mm -hmm. the mom in the family that don't got no job, you're going to have to come over here and help me mm -hmm. on weekends so I can get out and get live my life. Y'all have to, you have to figure it out as a family and even as a community when it's not a biological family. Come on. And so in referencing polls, um, they they don't have <clears throat> biological families that would help them in those situations, mm -hmm. and they would have to lean on their chosen families. Um, and so you would also have to do that. Don't take on these burdens by yourself because you will drown. 
taking care of one person with dementia or Alzheimer's will drown you. You have to do it as a community. That's this week's in social studies. I'm happy for your involvement with that. Yeah. Um, speaking of dementia, we're not going to drag Nicki Minaj this week. Um, um, we're just going to lift her up in prayer. What's going on in social? I mean, in sexual health. Um, before we get there, the category is I don't have common people skills. Oh my god, we're going back to post. <laughs> I just felt it was adequate to leave off on that since this was the season Ooh. finale of Pose, and it left nothing left for me to want. Like it was, <clears throat> they literally wrote and did it as if they weren't going to get a season two, apparently. And it looked amazing. It gave me more questions for season two, mm. but it also tied up all the loose ends at the same time. It was amazing. Um, I stand for Electra this whole episode from beginning to end. Electra gave me what I wanted, said everything I wanted her to say, looked how I wanted her to look. She was just amazing. Um, the best part was when she read her old children for two minutes straight. Two over two minutes. It was like two minutes and 15 seconds of full read. Like they didn't get no fucking recourse. They didn't get to say, ooh, ah, mother, too much. She read them bitches for two minutes straight and every read landed. Um, I don't believe Pray Tell's new boyfriend. Uh-oh. So that's a question I have for season two. We're going to see what that is. Um, it looked real suspect to me. I'm not going to old shame pray tell, but I'm just saying, I don't trust your boyfriend. Um, the, the best part of the season finale to me was what I talked about in the very beginning of the season where it looked like they were kind of setting the lecturer up to be a villain, but not quite. She was more of like an, anti, an anti-hero. And uh-huh. in the season finale, we do figure out that she's really not a villain at all. Um, the real villain is society. I would not be able to live in here unless you paint these walls and give me better curtains. So I was like, girl, if you move away from me with this. And she did. Get away from she me was like, this. I guess it's adequate. I'm like, girl, you, you was on the park bench. Everything is adequate from here on out. That was heartbreaking. The episode yeah. opened with that. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? Miss Abundance is on the park bench with all of her bags. AKA these girls on Instagram is a lion. So to see her come full circle from that, from I am the top of the top of mothers to I am sleeping on a park bench with all my bags to now I have to become an evangelista. Like I told y'all four episodes ago, I said, she's going to be a fucking evangelista. Yep. And what the fuck is her name by the end of this? Ta-da. Electra Evangelista, which is sickening. Way more sickening than abundance. Electra Evangelista. Okay. Double E? Okay. Double E. Double O double O. Sheila both eye motherfucking E. Yeah, landed. So yeah. Um definitely, definitely, definitely binge it. Um, I guess I already gave a lot of shit away if you haven't. But binge it anyway, it's still a journey. Mm. They need these views. They're already coming back for season two, but it doesn't it doesn't hurt. For you to go view it and be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this week in sexual health, I would like to talk about um, gay unicorns. So the unicorns of the gay community are called elite non-progressors, also known as long-term non-progressors. These are people that possess certain genealogies that don't allow them to become HIV positive. So they will have been doing the most for decades 
been in all kinds of studies where they probably should have seroconverted to HIV positive and just don't. Um, Long-term non-progressives, sometimes called elite controllers, are individuals infected with HIV who can, who maintain a CD4 count greater than 500 without antiretroviral therapy, with a detectable viral load. Many of these patients have been HIV positive for 30 years without progressing to the point of needing to take medication in order to develop AIDS. So some of them never even seroconvert to HIV positive. Some of them do seroconvert to HIV positive, but never seroconvert to AIDS. I've seen it before. Right. And they've never taken antiretrovirals. I've we both have a common we both have at least before. one common friend that has been HIV positive since birth mm-hmm. and has never taken an antiretroviral in his life and is for the most part healthy. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that are also HIV negative that are called elite non-progressors because by all means stretch of the fact they probably should have seroconverted to HIV positive but just haven't. And so a lot of um, the myths are that the genealogy is based on the very first uh, people on the planet Mm -hmm. that were immune to these types of diseases because they weren't around. So, you know, being from full African uh, ancestry has traced back to these people being elite non-progressors. So meaning their bloodlines have not mixed with so many other bloodlines that would be susceptible to HIV. And if they did become HIV positive, wasn't susceptible enough where they would become full-blown AIDS. There's a lot of Native Americans here in America. Yeah. And so again, it, it relates to pure to genealogy. live on those lands where we don't own <clears throat> them in America. Where Yeah, where like HIV never touched their genealogy. Mm-hmm. Um uh, long-term non-progressor is not permanent because some patients in this category have gone to develop AIDS, which means they weren't actually a full I mean, it's a one or two here right. and there. Right. So, everybody ain't it is the is the point that I'm making. <laughs> You're not a gay girl. Not there are gay unicorns out there that are yeah. it. They are literally faced with the disease, but not faced with the complications of the disease, or faced with the disease and never actually get the disease. And they are the they are the people for the vaccine. Yes. And they are they the, are the people, people that need to be studied the most, that need to be in all these trials the most, because you can literally be the change. Amen. Be the change you want to see. Amen. So, shout out to the gay unicorns. That was this week's sexual health. This week, the song for my soul is... You're going to judge me. <laughs> I told you I wanted to change it, but it's the song of my soul, and I didn't um, even think to, but it's Pussy Like Dope. Code 20. God is a woman. <laughs> or God is a woman. Hello? Either or. It's summertime. Pussy Like Dope by Jackie O. Oh, girl. Yeah, she's from Florida. The same place where Kaya from. Y'all liked Kaya before she became problematic. I like some of Jackie O shit. I'm just not ready for this. Um... She said it's better than the weed that you smoke. She said this pussy. You don't know what weed I smoke. <laughs> Bitch. Well, shout out to Jackie O. Just listen to the song. I don't have any cute, classy lyrics to point to. None of them stood out to you. The whole, the whole. This is City Girls before City Girls was even birthed. Okay. She was out there with her fat pussy in a white bikini, licking a rainbow lollipop in a hood. That's Jackie O. So, shout out to Pussy Like Dope by Jackie. Oh, 
type it in your um, music app. Get your life. Uh, mine is definitely going to be a, a lot less ratchet. <laughs> <clears throat> mine is dedicated to Michelle Williams again. Uh-huh. Um, we wish you the best in break all the your dawn. care. Is it Break the Dawn? It's not. Okay. Um, it's dedicated to Michelle Williams and anybody else that's battling mental health and or depression issues. Because um, sometimes you just feel tired. You feel weak. Mm. And you feel weak like you want to just give up. But you got to search within you. You got to find that inner strength and just pull that shit out of you. Amen. And get that motivation to not give up and not be a quitter. No matter how bad you just want to fall flat on your face and collapse. Till the roof comes off. Till the lights go out. Till my legs give out. Can't Amen. shut my mouth. Till the smoke clears out and my high airs out. I'm going to rip this shit. Till I Collapse by Eminem is one of my most... Most motivating songs in any time of crisis, in any time in the gym, and in any time of, of mental crisis. Because the words he's saying is literally, you can be at your wit's end. You don't know where the fuck to go. You don't know what the fuck to do next. But you have to give it your all until you fucking collapse. And if you collapse, then you collapse. Cool. But you gave it your all. You didn't give up. You didn't just say, you know what, this shit is hard. Oh, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. You have to continue to push until you can't push no more. Until you have ripped the fucking roof off the house. Till I Collapse by Eminem is a song for myself. Send us your listener questions and comments to hereforapod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. Sean P. on Instagram says, as always, a great show, fellas. Can I suggest we start a campaign to encourage app shaming of people who use old photos? So many guys are catfishing with pictures that are 5 to 10 years old out here. I've started to politely tell them to exit my house or leave if I don't. If they don't look at all like their photos, Yikes. this makes absolutely no sense and is uncalled for. Keep up the great work. So I when think he said like fuck apps or sex apps, <clears throat> but I changed it to can we encourage app shaming of people who use old photos? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like what, like app shaming on the apps or app shaming like don't use those apps. App shaming like uh, you really showed it to my house so you don't look your pics, so I'm not opening my door. Okay, well I have this one meme that I'm not opening the door. You don't look your pics. I mean, like I got the in this situation. Look out the you can look at the little peephole. It's a woman got catfish, but she brought weed, so I guess it's cool. It's a woman in his house, but she brought weed. (laughs) So. It's a woman. It's a woman. I assume he's straight. I'm on a dating app for... I assume he's straight that he allowed a woman to show up. Oh, okay. But the meme is is really addressing that she catfished me, but she brought something, so I guess she she cool. She She can just weed. I mean, I guess we can smoke together, and then I can kick her out, or we can drink together, then I can kick her out. She's hoping that you're going to get high off the... Off her supply. Yeah. And then... But you got to be a strong individual. Yeah, because she... Not yeah. to fat shame, but she probably don't look nothing like the pictures that she, she sent. She probably don't look like the Instagram she sent like that you she was. sent Ariana Grande pictures, and then she showed up looking like Aretha Franklin. I am not fat shaming, but I can see where you're going with that analogy. 
Yeah. I don't know how to sound non-offensive, but that's that is probably what Aretha Franklin is the queen of soul. I can't shame her. And I'm just award-winning. First of all, the first. I'm woman. just saying that there is different body types, and so if you send me a picture of Ariana Grande and you showed up looking like Aretha Franklin. I have questions. No shade, like a Patty LaBelle, because Patty LaBelle got a throat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Patty LaBelle got a throat. We're not doing that. But she also not a size zero. We're not. Patty LaBelle would have never been a size zero because she's not that type of girl. And I don't. Patty LaBelle can still get it, no shade, even at 73, 83. Um, There are. One thing that you call. There's only one thing that you call Patty LaBelle, and it's terms and conditions because nobody reads her. So write that the fuck on down. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I mean, people are going to catfish you. Just have a great response of thanks, but no thanks, and move the fuck on. You can't make it a jacked thing or a grinder thing. It can be on Facebook. It could be on Instagram. It could be on Rent Boy. It could be on every app and website. They could do the same thing. It's 2018. The girls got Photoshop. So yeah. Um, this week, what I'm here for again mm. for the sixth week in a row. Mm. I think it's six. Um, <laughs> the TV show Supergirl has cast the very first ever transgender superhero. So we are getting visibility on big shows like Pose, like we've been talking about, aka Ming. Big shows on Netflix with Orange Is the New Black, aka Ming. And now it's becoming a little more mainstream with the AKA CW's me. Supergirl, which uh, I think they're in their fifth season. Third, fourth? They up there. Yeah. It ain't been canceled. The girls are watching. Some girls <laughs> anyway. And so now they're getting ready to see their very first ever transgender superhero, which I, as a comic book nerd and fan, have never even fucking seen myself. And let alone to see it portrayed on TV, I'm super, super fucking excited. mm um, they haven't revealed what all her power set is. Um, we do know it's a transgender woman, um, I believe of color, that has been cast in a role, and she may be reoccurring for at least two to three episodes. Basically, they you know try it out and see blah blah. blah. She might come back. She might not, depending on how popular she is. Mm-hmm. But it's still a major step um, because we just you had never seen the shit before. We had been arguing about black. Superheroes taking the lead and taking the spotlight at the beginning of this year, January 2018, and Black Panther showed us how fucking possible it is. Here we are in July of 2018, and we've progressed because we saw how good that shit is. When we put minorities in the spotlight, they can lead and run away with the whole fucking show. And so I'm absolutely here for it. Um, I haven't watched the last season of Supergirl, but I'm going to catch up because I want to know what the fuck is going on when a superhero that is transgender comes on. Excited. I'm absolutely here for it. Two things for me because I'm extra. Um, CVS fired an Arizona pharmacist who denied hormone prescriptions to a transgender woman. Yep. Um, In the suburbs of Phoenix, Arizona, a transgender girl, a lady, had walked in and had said, uh, excuse me, sir, I'm here for my so-and-so Zal or whatever transgender women ask for. And he had came down from the podium in the back and got loud, asked her why she needed this and on moral grounds he could not fulfill this prescription. And then she called her physician and he denied transferring the prescription to another 
CVS location. First of all, CVS got like 4,000 locations. So if you're not going to do it, somebody will. And so what she did was call the ACLU to say, oh my gosh, you should write a blog post. <laughs> and you know the ACLU blog post go, hashtag national. It's better than being a cheerleader out here. So um, Transfish in Arizona had wrote an ACLU blog post. It got all the girls' media attention. And CVS ended up firing uh, Mr. Man, the pharmacist, because even though Arizona is one of the six states in America where pharmacists and pharmacies can deny um, you prescriptions on moral grounds, hashtag religious freedom, there was nothing in his HR paperwork that said, like, hey, I'm asking for an accommodation um, because of my religious rights. You know, like, if you're Muslim, you can ask for accommodation. If you believe in it, you need to be off on Sundays because you'd like to go to your Baptist church and have your Kojic fit, so whatever you need, ask for an accommodation. Or get your dick sucked in the back before <laughs> service. But there was nothing in the HR paperwork that even if he wanted to deny her her trans um, pills, sir, then you can't deny to help this customer at the CVS locations because, first of all, we try to compete with Walgreens. <laughs> you got to, sir, if you ain't got no accommodation in your paperwork, you need to move because we try to. So, shout out to um, Transfish and the suburbs of Phoenix, Arizona for handling her business. Um, and I'm here for her, but I'm not here for the pharmacist at the CVS. Yeah, no. And CVS swiftly chopped his ass. Hi-ya! No Chun Li. <laughs> um, Second thing is, um, parents of a dead trans student refused to claim his body, and the LGBT community had to step in and pay for his funeral. Um, this happened like right after we recorded, so I'm loading the page right now to see which city and state this was, but. It was like a 23-year-old San Francisco LGBT community had raised enough money to pay for the funeral of a trans man who reportedly took his own life because his family was refusing to claim his body. Imagine being in San Francisco, one of the top places in America where you can just be trans and gay and doing all the things, and your family won't claim your body. Um, so, I just... Parents out here, please... And shout out, I'm here for the um, community for stepping in and arranging his film. His chosen family. They had a good song and dance, his chosen chosen family. But, hashtag, I don't fuck with you to his birth family. Because they, what? Because I want to live my best life and be true to myself. Y'all don't love me no more? Fuck you. I'm not here for it. I feel like I don't fuck with you is a proverb. Okay. Hashtag Proverbs 23 5 or 69. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> and now it is time for our last call. Again, if you have not been here for 70 episodes, this is your first episode. Make sure you pause this. Go get you a shot of something. A Dasani. Mm. A hashtag hazelnut coffee. Something above 10% alcohol. A fresh vanilla with two creams. Is it or creams or creamers? I don't know. Just cream on it. Creamers are there's. <laughs> I don't that's, know. That's, that's those are people. Creams <laughs> are something you put in coffee. Um, <laughs> pour yourself a shot. We're gonna do our last call. 
um, and be a part of the show with us. You go first. First off, I've been hearing that all my life. Oh my god. Uh, my last call is to Jeb Stewart Elementary School. Mm. Jeb Stewart, J E B, not just Jeb. It's the for some. That's an initial. It's initial, yeah. Um, Jeb Stewart Elementary School was named after a Confederate general um, during the Confederate War that fought against the North vehemently. Mm. Uh, died because he didn't protect his post or arm his troops well enough in the Civil War at the hands of the Northerners. Um, and is a Confederate general that is lauded throughout um, the southern United States. Um, he is notably one of the reasons that the South actually lost the Confederate War, the Civil War. Not the Confederate hey, man. War. The, Civil, the Civil War, he's a Confederate it's, general. That it was lost. about the slaves. <clears throat> so. Jeb stood for James Ewell Brown. So if uh, you couldn't get more racist than James Ewell Brown, uh, I don't know what you could be named after. Uh, maybe something Beauregard. Shout I'm, out to here, our, I'm not here for it. Shout yeah. out to our current attorney general. <laughs> anyway, um, J.E.B. Stewart uh, has been a Confederate statue, has been named after a lot of roads, named after a lot of schools. A, a lot of schools have been named after him throughout the South. Um, one school in particular... In Virginia uh-huh. has decided we are cool on that. Sorry about it. Thank you. Oh my god. Thanks and for your And as of this summer, they have dropped the name Jeb Stewart Elementary. So J.E.B. Stewart Elementary in Virginia is no longer. It will be now called Obama Elementary. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> Dead fucking serious. Shout out to Peyton They've invited Obama to the first day of school. So clear. Oh, I wonder if he's going to show up. It's unclear if he'll go, but he has been chosen as the name of the elementary school instead of Jeb Stewart, the Confederate general. So take that, you fucking Confederate bitches. That shit is no longer valid. They should not be celebrated. They are not heroes. They are traitors to this fucking country. And if anything possible, one of the best, if not the best president. Of all of our history should mm-hmm. be on the name of these schools instead of Confederate generals. And that is my last call. Shout out to the Obama Foundation um, because they are hiring a lot of black people in Chicago. It's currently being built. And uh, like three or four black gay men that I know have been hired to lead the trail for the Obama Foundation in South Side Chicago. So shout out to the Obama Foundation, Southside Chicago, hiring the people in the community and of the community because I'm absolutely here for it. Also this week, shout out to PJsPopcorn.com because I ordered some PJs popcorn this week. And I was expecting for the Melanin Magic popcorn, you know, like the caramel popcorn to be really good. But I was surprised when the White Wicked Cheddar ended up being better than that. And then the All About Cheddar popcorn. You got to spell it without the R on the end. Is this like spicy cheese? No, it's the 
what kind of cheese is this? And then the white cheese is what kind of cheese is that? I mean, there are all kind of cheeses that are. It's yellow. all kind of cheeses. <laughs> okay, the cheesy ones on pjspopcorn.com were really good, and their slogan is a tasty reflection of culture. Um, starts at six dollars. Go to pjspopcorn.com and get your flavors today. And that is my last call. Follow us on the internet at hereforpod, com, blah, 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 dot com. Coming soon, because we have things that we're trying to give y'all. Absolutely, and stay tuned for some merch. You've all been asking mm-hmm. for merch. We mm-hmm. got merch coming for you. Make sure you have your bank accounts aligned, ready. Is that what that's about? Yeah. I want I want them to be able to purchase the merch so that they can be out here saying the words. I the need merch. to have a conversation with you about your um, nudes, Salika, and putting a picture of your nudes on the merch. Possibly. Thank you guys for enjoying here for a podcast again for this week. We are over seventy four thousand listens. Thanks to you guys. If you would like to keep this podcast going, please check out our Patreon over at Here for a Pod, where we could use your support. This podcast is not free. We cannot continue it without your support. And so if you decide to donate $1 or $25, you can be integral in us continuing this podcast. We would really appreciate it. Please check us out there. Please tune in next week where we have more shady shit to say. And somebody is the bottom, but it's not me. God is the top. Is he? Wow. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And check out the new blog post on RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. You're not the Superman. I'm the Superman. You're the transgender Supergirl. (laughs) Um, And you can find me on RentBoy.com. Thank you, guys. Bye.